0: Good morning, this is Scratch on a fantastic Tuesday morning, and I hope and trust your Tuesday is going super fantastic as well. You know, it's truly up to you to make those things happen, so having said that, if you're not having a great day, well, make it a great day. Change something that you have going on in your life. Hey, today we're going to talk about four different characteristics or life passions, as it were. Life productivity, personal productivity, your business productivity, and some financial productivities. And when we look at those four components, we're often wondered, that what in the world do I focus on? You know, we all, we all understand The key to having more time is doing less. Additionally, you know, simplicity requires, well, for lack of a better word, ruthlessness. So how in the world do we guard this time? How do we guard these energies? And one of the four today we're going to talk about is our personal productivity, maximizing your career potential, and that is whether it be a career in real estate, insurance industry, whether you're a teacher, administrator, whatever your career is, we're talking about maximizing that potential. And oftentimes, many folks just wake up in the morning and go about their, their business not really wondering why they're doing it, who they're doing it for, and ultimately, what it ends, what they do next. So we have to talk about a goal, right? If I'm in my career potential and personal productivity what is the goal? What do I do in life to figure that stuff out? And so, with me today, we have a wonderful uh, gentleman, business partner as well in the Keller Williams world, who has multiple market centers and teaches goal setting to some of our real estate agents out there and talking about what's important in their business. Uh, please help me welcome Barry Kramer. Barry, you on the line? I don't think Barry is on the line. I think maybe he was there for a moment. If he jumps back on, that's great. But Barry uh, does a lot of coaching and a lot of consulting with real estate agents. And one of the things that we talk about out there is having a goal in the real estate industry for the agent to have a goal that's critical. Of course, the systems that go along with that are critical. But what in the world is a goal, right? So – Goal one thing, how do we make that goal manifest into reality? That's a plan. So what plan do we have? Well, plans are the very systems and models we want to follow to get there. And there's a simple thing that we have, uh, well, that I've just fallen upon over the past, past couple of years, what's called the 135 plan. But it has to do with your goal. What should major your goal? What are your priorities? And, of course, what are your steps to get there? We're going to talk a little bit about those as well. And coupled into what's called a 411 how to use some time blocking to make sure that those plans come to reality, and then, of course, some accountability. So if we're talking about goal setting to the now, let's take a look at developing a goal. And we've talked about in some earlier sessions what a mission, vision, values, belief, and perspectives are, right? But you have to absolutely have your MVVBP, your mission, vision, your values, your beliefs, and your perspective. Because that is what your goal is going to be developed upon. And once I get that in place, I want to move into my plan. And let's talk about this this plan based on my goals. It's 1-3-5. Now, 1-3-5 is basically having a business objective. What is the one thing in my strategic plan that I need to do? What is my one thing? Well, that one thing is my business objective now remember that is definitely falling into one of four categories this is in our personal productivity but it may fall in your life productivity your business productivity your financial productivity right so what is my one objective and then what are my three major goals that will help drive that business objective to its fruition so it's one business objective it's three major goals that are helping that objective become reality. And then five strategies, for lack of a better word, to achieve each one of those goals. So I'm going to have one goal and five strategies that I'm going to use to implement to hit that goal that ultimately will nail that objective, that will make that business objective come to fruition. That's the one, that's the three, that's the five. Now, what's this three about? Well, it's the what ifs. What ifs that could come into my life that would cause me not to achieve one of those business objectives or one of those major goals? What, what is it that life may throw at me that I think might get in the way? And I want to have three of those to say if this were to happen, then what? And that breaks down to the one strategy for each what-if, right? So three things that might happen to me not to hit my business objective. Well, if that were to happen, then what would I do? And you want one strategy for each what-if. So it's one business objective. It's three major goals. It's five strategies to achieve each goal. It's three What ifs that could cause you not to achieve your business objective and one strategy for each what if, for each item that I think may get in the way of me hitting that. So I have a goal. I have a plan now in place, a model for lack of a better word, to hit that. Well, if I take one business objective and I take my year and I stretch it out and think about it in terms of months and weeks and days, then I want to have four weeks, one month, and one year, hence our 4-1-1. And one of the the, uh, gentlemen I spoke of earlier, Barry Kramer, Uh, Barry, are you on the line with us? Hey, Scott. Hey, Barry. Barry, we're sharing a little bit on how important it is to share the mission and the vision, but also having goal setting. And, And with some top realtors out there, what do you find the importance of goal setting and using the 411 in, in your history? It's the same thing as the
1: top anything that's out there. You have to know what you're shooting for.
0: Well, why do you think that some realtors out there struggle with it? You do a lot of coaching and consulting. You have some close to 600 agents underneath your wing in Arizona, another 3,000 or so in Northern California. Why do you think realtors struggle with setting
1: that goal? Um, again, for the same reason that a lot of people do. It's, it's uh, a mindset. Um, it comes down to a lot of things. Uh, the, the basic Pareto's principle, 80-20 rule, where 20% do 80% of the business, the reason that the 20% have that kind of, uh, that kind of success is because they think and they act differently, they, whereas maybe 80% think like realtors, and there's nothing wrong with being a realtor but the 20% think like business people doing real estate. So the top people think and act differently, they have goals, they write those goals down, and they have some kind of accountability tool in place that keeps them on track, like the 411 or the 13531 you were referring to earlier.
0: So where where do folks get that? Because when we talk about goal setting to the now and making those things happen, there seems to always be a lack in somebody asking them how they're doing in that, and they almost run from accountability. I know that in your life you have accountability mechanisms in place, and you coach and consult on a regular basis holding accountability. Why do you think a lot of folks run from accountability? I,
1: I can tell you why I used to run from accountability, uh, and maybe it's the same reason a lot of people do, is because you're held, you're held to the results. And if you say you're going to do something, uh, unless unless someone is there to to hold you to that, most of us aren't going to uh, aren't going to uh, complete the task. There's there's hurdles and impediments in the way, and when those hurdles and impediments show up, uh, if the reason why we're doing that have that goal or that task isn't strong enough to get us over that hurdle, we're
0: gonna we're going to say, well, it wasn't that important anyway. So when you look at top realtors or somebody in the real estate industry and they give you that victim behavior, for lack of a better word, that wasn't important, how do, you, how do you walk them through an understanding that, you know, it doesn't matter, it is important that you have that goal initially and you still want to hit that goal? What words do you use for those guys?
1: That's, that's a great question. Um, and, and, and if they're open to those words and if they're open to uh, direction and coaching and consulting, um, uh, it's going to be different for each person. But you have to ask that question, what, what's important to you? You know, what, what excites you? Why, what's going to get you to, to change your behavior so that, that you can achieve what it is that you want to achieve, not what I want you to achieve? You're not making the commitment to me or to your company. Uh, you're making the commitment to you. And sometimes people just aren't ready to make that commitment, and it doesn't matter what you say to them. They have to, be, they have to want to, and they have to be ready and ready, open to
0: that dialogue. So essentially when the teacher appears, the student's ready, or is it when the student appears, the teacher's ready?
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, the, the, the top coaches and consultants and top teachers um, had to be coached and consulted at a high level. I don't know that it's anything you can read in a book, um, but you have to be coached and consulted at a high level to be able to coach and consult someone else at a high level. You can't, you can't expect people to do things that, that you haven't done or are willing to do yourself.
0: Well, Barry, one of the things that we see oftentimes with Uh, top producers or high achievers, type A uh, personalities, they have great plans. Uh, They have strategies actually even to implement them, but oftentimes they fail to allocate the proper amounts of time to let those plans take place. They fail to allow time to make things happen. We call it time blocking. Why do you think a lot of folks struggle with time blocking out there and what are some of the strategies that you've implemented in your personal life? and that you've coached on time blocking with others?
1: Boy, time blocking is, is one of the most, you'd think it'd be a simple thing to do, but it it's difficult. And I constantly uh, have to keep asking myself the question, is what I'm doing right now getting me any closer to my goal, and if it's not, I have to stop doing it. There are, you know, there are those that say that a stop-doing list is almost as important or is as important as a to-do list. Well, so what do you mean by it's that? A, it's, There's things that get in our way and there's things that we find ourselves uh, getting off track on that we have to constantly be asking ourselves, is this getting me closer to my goal? And if I don't ask that question, I find myself getting sidetracked. Uh, Maybe it's a a focus issue for me. And what we focus on, we get. So if we don't have some kind of instrument in place that constantly brings us back uh, to, uh, to what our goal is, Uh, it's difficult to get there. The the greater the frequency of the adjustments we make on getting back, you know, focus on our goals, the greater the frequency, the the greater success we're going to have at achieving that goal in the more effective, more efficient,
0: most profitable way. Well, what are some of the things that you've used to maybe give us tools on time blocking? Is it just coaching, consulting? Are they filling out schedules? What does that look like for a realtor in everyday work life?
1: Well, you hit it. I mean, you know, the thing that works for me because I'm a product of my environment. The goal setting to the now. You know, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I need to be in three years to be there in five years? Where do I need to be in one year to be there in three years? Where do I need to be at the end of Q3 to be there at the end of Q4? Where do I need to be at the end of Q1 to be the end of Q2? Where do I need to be the end of the month to be there at the end of Q1? Where do I need to be the end of the week to be there at the end of the month? Where do I need to be at the end of the day to be there at the end of the week? so it's a combination of things as you talk about that 13531 the 411 a daily calendar on the things that i have to get done those are my priorities that if nothing else gets done those are the things i need to get done today if i get those things done then i get done then i get the things done that i should do and if i get those things done then i get the things done that i could do on a daily basis and it's a, it's a it's a one day at a time process and if I don't write it down, if I don't put it in my calendar and write it down, it does not get done. I'm, I'm, I'm just not that good. I don't know how many people are.
0: Well, I, I think many, many do struggle with it. And obviously, if we can get these goals written down, if we can have some plans and strategies, as you mentioned, and we discussed this 135, coupled with a 411, allocating the time, we're there, but... But then it comes down to this accountability mechanism. And why, again, do a lot of our listeners and our realtors and type A's run from this accountability? How can they look at accountability as an asset to them and not a liability to them, Barry? That's a responsibility
1: in the, uh, issue. If they take ownership of their, of their situation or their lives, uh, it becomes something that can be a positive tool. Um, every, every top athlete, every top uh, actor, every top musician, every top artist, every top CEO has something in place, someone else that they're accountable to, who without judging is going to hold them to their own goals. Look, at the end of the day, um, very few of us are good enough to be able to hold our own selves accountable. And also, we live in a world where we know we, we can't know everything, have everything, and do everything. But if there's one thing that we can be focused on, if there's one thing that, that, that we can be disciplined on, it's got to be prioritizing our time. It's the most important asset we have. We, can't, we don't get any more of it. And the older we become, the more important we, we recognize that to be true so why not get that that piece taken care of right away time is the most important thing we have if you make you know a hundred thousand dollars an hour and you work a 40 hour work week you can figure out what your times worth. so you can sit there and every 15 minutes you waste you sit down there well i just wasted you know thirty dollars and not only did i waste thirty dollars uh doing something that that wasn't getting me closer to my goal or thirty you know uh Time that I'm not spending with my family or spending on things that are important to me. It's not just it's not just that time. It's the money I lost in missed opportunities. So just double that. So that 15 minutes didn't cost you $30; it cost you
0: $60. Well, I, I think Barry uh, William Mawacom uh, said it best, right? I mean, it's it's vain to do with more what can be done with less without without saying more to that. <laughs> Of course, yeah, the
1: of Optimus I, Razor. Yeah, I think I understand what that means. I, you know, you I know you read the same book I did recently, The Four Hour Work Week. And Tim Ferriss, one of the points he made was being overwhelmed. I mean, I mean out of control is just as ineffective as doing
0: nothing. Wow. Now say that again for the listeners.
1: Being overwhelmed.
0: Being overwhelmed is
1: just as ineffective as doing nothing. So if you, don't, if you don't control your world as much as you can control it, there's a very technical term. It's called uh, uh, TWD,
0: tail wag dog. Tail wagging the dog. I think we just lost Barry there on his mobile. We'll see if we can catch him coming back in. You know, it's one thing to hear these strategies just be discussed, another to actually implement them and make them part of your life, and that is the key, right? That key is taking these very principles and implementing them into your life, whether it's real estate, whether it's the stock market, whether it's a uh, school administrator, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, implementing it. You know, that is the key there, and you know, having said that, Barry, are you back with us? Yes. All right. I don't know what happened Barry, there. Technology. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, you're talking a little bit about that, ta- uh, the tail wagging the dog. Now, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, if you can't control every hour of your day. But if you can control some of it, in other words, you'd rather have do- the dog wagging the tail than the tail wagging the dog. So if you are on purpose and you uh, time block the most important things, and the most important things, I'm not suggesting uh, uh, the most important things work. While that may fund our lifestyle and may fund our, our, our priorities, um, you know, we, we know lots of people, Scott, that, that play around their work as opposed to work around their play. Uh, they, get, they take care of their priorities. They, they make sure they have a date night. They make sure they have time for the kids. They make sure they have time for their workout or their mental health. And there's still plenty enough time left to be effective at, at our job or our work or our business. Well, very you, you, have to you time. bring up a getting back to the question, you, getting back to your question, you have to time block that. Well, you bring up a great point. It doesn't because, get
0: done. You bring up the great point on time blocking because right now you're taking on a venture, uh, something that you had in your mind to do uh, many years ago, uh, and that was to run in a marathon, and you're working your way towards that. Walk us through what you're doing in your life to to work on these uh, intermediate uh, marathons, half marathons. Walk us through what you're doing, being learning-based, to achieve this success. Well, I said I, said I was going to do it,
1: and uh, each year went by, the people who I, who I said I was going to do it to finally they held me accountable and said, hey, uh, it, you said you were going to do it. Are you going to do it? So I kind of I hung myself there. And so um, there, there's a process because I'm not a runner. And
0: I had to time
1: block the time to run. I had to time block uh, the, time, the workout time to run on Monday evenings, on Wednesday evenings, and at Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, they actually had a 20-week system from zero to a half marathon that broke it down. Okay, so here's where you want to be by this time. It was a 20-week. At the end of the 20 weeks, and they had it broken down, here's what you do on, a, on, a, on a, a monthly, a weekly, and a daily schedule as it relates to your running, your nutrition, and all the other things that go, into, that go into play for that. And it doesn't have to be a full-time gig. I was able to continue to do everything else. I just time-blocked it.
0: I didn't add any more time to my
1: schedule. I just moved some time around. I actually was more efficient in my day because I got rid of things that were not important and were not priorities that weren't going to help me towards that goal. In other words, I, didn't, I did not not do anything I didn't, I didn't want to do. So, so 20 race. weeks later, I ran my first half marathon. Uh, I've got my second one scheduled in San Diego June 5th, the third one scheduled in San Francisco uh, the end of July, and then the PF Changs Marathon in Phoenix. I'm going to run the full marathon. Wow. Uh, it's, just a, it's a plan. It was just do this. And it was a best practice or a leading practice plan, just the same way that we've learned in our business uh, in terms of time blocking and, and uh, having somebody keep you accountable. In terms of the running, it was having a running partner. That when I woke up at 5.30 on Saturday morning, uh, you know, when it's 30 degrees out or 40 degrees out and I just didn't want to do it, I had made a commitment to, some other people to be there and it kind of held me to that uh, to being there
0: so accountability matters
1: uh, accountability matters you know I'm, I'm finding and, and uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, accountability matters in the running it matters in my work it matters for my kids and there's a, there's a lot of parenting involved in accountability because if I expect my daughter Madison uh, to do what she says she's going to do, I have to set that example. And that gets back to taking ownership and responsibility.
0: Who else is going to take ownership and responsibility in my life if I don't? And I have to model that for my children. So not just talking it, but actually doing it.
1: Well, again, you know,
0: you and I both know
1: that when you look at people who look like they have discipline in everything they do, if that's impossible to do. There, there is no such thing as a truly balanced life. We're constantly counterbalancing. And if we can prioritize the most important things in our, in our life and get those done, in my life everything else seemed to fall into place once we started that process.
0: So advice to the young realtor, the top producer, the type A personality out there, Success is what, in Barry Kramer's mind? Well, I, uh, I
1: boy, that's, that's a tough question. I, 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 continually moving towards whatever success means for you. A great working definition that, that we had heard was success is whatever that is that allows you to fund your mission in life. And whatever that is, I mean, if a person's if a person's goal is to make Fifty thousand dollars a year, and 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 do real estate twenty hours a week. You can do that. You just have to be efficient with those twenty hours. And if you're going to work an hour, you might as well get paid. Otherwise, go play. Go spend time with your kids. Go, go
0: do what you want to do. Because you're kidding yourself. Well, Barry, thank you for your time this morning. You've obviously have had tremendous successes in the real estate world and your personal world. I look forward to seeing you in some future shows. Thank you very much, Barry. You know, Barry, Barry said it best, didn't he? He said, at the end of the day, success is you driving towards something that you've predetermined, and that is having a mission and a vision in your life. And so many times we forget it. So it really is the one, two, three, isn't it? It's having an absolute focus. But we can't have that focus until we've ascertained what it is we want in life. Have that focus, the what and the how. Have a calendar of when it's going to happen and some daily to-dos to get it done. Number two, it's being accountable, right? I mean, what's the form of measurement? Who's involved with me? When does it get done? And how does it get done? And what are the consequences if it doesn't get done? So it's about being accountable and, of course, Following some system and models, you know, systems are very, very much like a very good friend of mine, uh, associate Dave Jenks once said, a system is, is the acronym of ACE, A-C-E. It's automatic, it's consistent, and it is effective. So what are you following? What are your models? What's your three-foot rule? Do you understand? Barry talked a little bit about Pareto's law, the 80-20 rule. I, I encourage you, if you're not familiar with it, to dive into the 80-20 rule. But be there. Be present. You know, have your pay time, certainly have your play time. Have your prep time so that you're on purpose every time you need to be. Understanding that your unique abilities truly flourish when you have leverage rules in place. If it's your will, there's a way. So just follow some simple models and systems. Remember, ACE says that acronym. It's automatic, it's consistent, and certainly it's effective. You know, no matter the area you wish to grow, the heights of your growth are going to be be determined, certainly, by your ability to those that directly are involved in your life. So, to be successful in those areas, don't come to things naturally. Use the secret, have structure, put your goals into some flow system so they happen automatically. I want to encourage you to read more, listen more. I want you to do more. Understanding that we can't have it all, know it all, or do it all. So it begins with your personal mission. If you haven't determined what your personal mission in life is, take time today, uh, later this evening, uh, dim the lights, maybe put some incense on, and determine what is most important to you. Understanding that Einstein said it best, Reading after a certain age diverts the mind too much from its creative pursuits. And any man who reads too much and uses his own brain too little falls into lazy habits of thinking. Don't get lazy on me. Get out there, take action, and make it happen. It's truly totally up to you The scratch said, saying, make it a great life in your world. Hope you enjoyed today's show.